0: Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bass. Rump past your mom dads. listening to Tomcats, Talking everything to make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weedin' now. We'll talk it till we can't no more. And then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. Ooh, it's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello! Yeah, it's it's nice to be back on the same page with Joe there, talking over the introduction to the episode. Every,
1: every week without fail, except for every last week. week. That was the except
0: issue. Except for last week. It is the Penny Bloom Podcast, and this is oh. the Bad Batch Bitches. Tis I, Colton Robertson, and I am joined by some very good friends. Joseph George, what's up, homie?
2: What's up? Yeah, I guess I, I was hoping to keep that streak you know started a new streak of not talking at the beginning of every episode don't know how i do it um but you know i'm glad to be here uh this was a great cute episode very heartwarming i loved it
0: i loved it and your your input on this episode is uh of the utmost importance to me considering you are amongst the three of us the most recent to finish rebels more on that later we are also joined by miles buttress what's up homie
1: Doing good, man. Doing good. Happy to continue my streak of uh of of consecutive episodes.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. You're just you're just fucking on it at the uh, yeah. at the moment. Uh, that that record just keeps shooting through the fucking ceiling, and it's 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 all yours, baby. It's gonna uh,
1: have to. It's gonna end at some point, but you know,
0: it, it, it'll it'll happen. It'll happen when it happens. But you know, it has not happened. Let's well, note, no,
1: Actually, uh, see you guys later.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm I'ma get going. All right, yeah, I'm a head
1: I got out. I got the, the streak continued for this week. I'll I'll see you guys next week. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk Devil's Deal, uh, the 11th episode of The Bad Batch, written by Tamara Becker. Uh, it was a special one for me, uh, just because this was pretty much all about my favorite character from Star Wars Rebels, Harris Syndulla. The Bad Batch really took the back seat in this one. Uh, how'd you feel about it, Joe?
2: Mm. Well, I just finished before this episode. It was on this Friday morning that I finished rebels and Colton said, have you seen the bad batch episode yet? You will love this episode. And I'm like, no, I have not. He's like, Oh, watch. it!" I'm like, Oh, I'll watch it right now. And I just see, you know what planet we're on. See some characters, I'm like, oh, like cool, you know Hera's parents, like oh, this is cool, and then Hera and I'm like, oh my god, whoa, you know, realize the whole episode is just just about Hera, basically, you know, her origin story, I I guess, you want to call it, and
0: Mm -hmm. I love that, like we officially Mm -hmm. have these ties between the Bad Batch and the and the parents and Rebels. We got Canaan and Hera as children. In the Bad Batch. And, uh, you know, we've gotten a lot of complaints about the smallness of the universe, you know, uh, like, I saw someone say they're getting tired of cameos. For the record, a cameo is, is by someone who's not already an existing character. It's just an appearance at that point, for the record. But, uh, you know, I, I, why, why? Like, they exist out there we have such a a small time gap here why do you want to be introduced to a bunch of new characters who inevitably have to uh fall somewhere between the empire and the rebellion otherwise they're just kind of like in this weird purgatory where they'll inevitably inevitably pop up sometime in that mandalorian p- timeline you know and it's like then you're falling into a thing where you're like well, I don't want to see all these characters we got introduced to in the Bad Batch and the Mandalorian. It's like, okay, do you ever want character continuity? Uh,
1: well, that and also it's like I, I'd rather have characters pop up and get, like, expanded backstories or other parts of characters, um, like, more information about characters, than get introduced to, like, a one-off character that we're never going to see again. And then we're just like, oh, remember that one, you know, that one dude that showed up for five minutes in Bad Batch Episode 2? And then we never see again. Man, I really wish they would have showed more info about him.
0: Yeah, and like another one that we got like a a bunch of complaints about was Trace and Rafa back in that uh mm. the uh, dr- the separatist droid factory on Corellia. You know, like a bunch of people were like, "We didn't fucking." Need-. It's like fuck it, fuck if we needed them or not. Like, why would you not want to have characters we've already been introduced to for the sake of continuity? It's like I'm cool with the like. I don't get the complaints about the smallness of the galaxy. The entire thing is about one fucking family. The entire it's the Skywalker thing. saga. Yeah. One family's impact on an entire galaxy. You want to tell me this the story's small? <laughs> like, of course it's fucking small. It's intimate. That's the point. Like, that was always the intention. And 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 especially with episodes like this where the Bad Batch make one appearance. It's not even Literally, like yeah. the smallness of the galaxy thing the like Bad obviously Patch, made...
2: besides crosshair is in this for a singular scene basically exactly like, they're in there for two minutes maybe
0: and you miles know? I want to hear your thoughts on this episode how'd you feel about it?
1: I mean I enjoyed it um, I saw something that I almost sent to you guys but I I, I, I chose I decided against it um, and it was pretty funny it just said it, it said glad to see um, with the introduction of Hera's mom. That being a milf runs in the family, um, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. It was good. I I do not understand the the complaints of uh of you know I want you know of wanting new characters. It just doesn't it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, especially when they're, it's like if they introduce a new character every single week. Eventually, you're just like it, it, you don't want that many one off characters. And it's nice to see some backstory, and it's also nice to have like the change of pace that this episode was it's not you know oh, the I, bad batch running for their lives and and trying to you know do these jobs it was literally the bad batch's sole purpose was get them this stuff and it went went off without a hitch
0: yeah <laughs> like that shit was nice and easy the bad batch was yeah. never never in trouble once here uh yeah. what i do love about this episode and the potential for other episodes because of this is uh le- more just around the around like the, the concept
2: of this episode
0: like, yeah, the concept like, that like it doesn't clone... have
2: to be Bad Batch, you know, in front and yeah, center.
0: Like the way the Clone Wars worked. The main mm-hmm. characters were Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi-Wan. But, hey, Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi-Wan were not in every episode. And it's like, obviously, with the Clone Wars, you have a whole war to cover. There's anybody. The Bad Batch, it's in the name. You kind of want the Bad Batch to be around. But uh there's no reason they can't take this in a direction that isn't, you know, them just popping in and, like, we could get some really... Like, the way we saw Trace and Rafa in Clone Wars Season 7, the effects of the war on even Coruscant itself there. Like, there's got to be tons of stories all around the galaxy of how this is impacting just the everyday people, and obviously we're seeing that through the Bad Batch, but there's got to be tons more stories out there. Uh, You know, there's obviously a couple more members of that Rebels family that uh I'm interested to see if we'll maybe get a peek at the Lasats with uh, Garza mm. Borelios or maybe a, a young callus in the Imperial army or like uh something like that, you know, just these, these small seeds. And I got to say seeing Hera and chopper and clone wars animation. It just, I, I love rebels animation for what it is. This animation boy, is clone so wars animation clean. clean.
2: It's, it's so clean. So like that admiral. That admiral, like, even though he's like a you know a throw, like I don't care about his character. He just looks so like real, but obviously animated. Like I'm not. It's it's know, different I'm animation with, styles. It's like a oh yeah. they found a perfect balance between making it look realistic but still animated. Where you're like, okay, this is still a cartoon. Well, like, what's awesome I, about
0: this? This execution of the animation shows that this was always the vision. They are mm. only just now able to do it technologically and like even seeing the differences in Lesu and Ryloth, Lesu being the capital city of Ryloth like the differences in seeing mm-hmm. it in the Clone Wars and seeing it in Rebels and then seeing it here it's like wow like especially the Clone Wars comparison to now because that was like over 10 years ago now mm-hmm. that Lesu was in was in, the Clone Wars. and it like just seeing how far that animation has come and the character design, I mean, Cham, Syndulla is dope, Eleni, or Eleni, I don't know how to pronounce her name, I can't remember, the the mother of Hera, mm. uh, you know, uh, we also got that fucking Gobi Gilly, Gobi Gilly, <laughs> Gobi Gilly. Uh, love, love characters, like, he reminded me of the like uh, the we see in The Mandalorian, in season one, episode like six, the prison break one, where they when mm. breaks breaks out a Twi'lek who looks very similar the, to
1: the, the the big one.
0: Yeah the jacked one. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also I'm also reading that Path of Destruction. Uh the first installment of the Darth Bane trilogy. And a couple of like the big Sith Lords are Twi'lek And uh, after seeing Goby Glee I have a I have a vision for what I'm thinking of in my head now. Mm. For what these for what these characters look like in terms of their description. It's just spot on. Uh a lot of interesting characters uh especially orn free ta uh we've seen him before he was in the phantom menace and in attack of the clones as a background sort of senator for all of the prequels mm-hmm. uh and then and then him and cham are actually really big characters in the novel lords of the sith uh which takes place after this which tells us that ta doesn't die here and uh a different a twitter user actually brought this to my attention via Twitter DM, they were like, did you know that Orn Orne and Sham are actually main characters in this novel? Like, so do you think he died here? And we got into this interesting discussion about how novels and comics play into canon, and it's like...
2: But didn't they say attempted assassination? Like, he said, said attempted. attempted. Yeah, yeah, it's very obvious that he's still alive. He's
0: alive, yeah, yeah he's alive. Oh. But what do you guys say we, di- we dive in to a scene-by-scene uh, scene breakdown here of this episode. Uh, we Again, this is Devil's Deal, written by Tamara Becker, uh, episode 11 of The Bad Batch. Let's get into it. So, we open on Lesseau, the capital of Ryloth, and a uh, tense crowd is, you know, waiting for some sort of speech here, and we got Crosshair overlooking the crowd where he spots our new Twi'let, Gobi Glee, and uh, another one of his freedom fighters arriving. And, you know, I'm a big, I'm like I've said this throughout a few of our other podcasts. I'm a big fan of the, the rebels, the the revolutionaries. And uh, Ryloth has had a very fascinating story throughout the rise of the Empire and uh, in the Clone Wars. Uh, so just seeing that rebel spirit in Ryloth and in the Twi'lek is very familiar, you know. But uh, Crosshair's reporting to Vice Admiral Rampart that he sees them and stuff. And someone in the crowd asks where S- Senator Orn Freeta is. And above, in the balcony, Admiral Rampart conveys the Galactic Empire's displeasure that you know the Twi'leks are troubled by the Empire's presence. Despite you know the new refinery, we're gonna bring you a ton of jobs. Why are you mad at us? It's cool. We're we're just we're just being nice. And uh, you know then Senator Orn he he steps up and he's like, it's gonna be just fine. This is a welcome this is a welcome partnership. We're we're gonna be chill. And he asks Alini Sindula if she agrees. And, uh, she replies that she will always support what helps Ryloth. And Ta turns his attention to General Cham, Hera's dad, and he asks, you know, do you, do you agree? Do you always look out for her best interests? And Cham's like, yeah, after years of fighting, peace is needed. Uh, and it's interesting this perspective, given that if you remember Rebels and Cham, uh, he seems kind of, uh, a very anti-empire. And he seems very, uh, okay with whatever's needed here to just kind of stop the fighting. And I can't tell if Cham truly has undertaken this rebel spirit against the Empire yet or if he's just hiding it really well, you know, because Alini Sindola seems to kind of be like, yeah, tell me, tell me all the sus shit going on, you know, like...
2: I kind of feel like it's, it's like, maybe this is what, like, we're, like, seeing the beginning of, like, his suspicions of the empire. Like maybe at this point yeah. he was like, you know, maybe this is our best option, but then th- like being with Overton. the empire is like what makes him hate the empire even more. It's like when he sees
0: sense. Yeah. Like that would make a ton of sense. And I'm assuming a lot of, a lot of folks fell into that with the empire. And like, it was probably even more relevant in terms of like the separatists. Like mm-hmm. if you fell in, if you fell in with the separatists early on in the war, you probably believed in a lot more of the shit they were doing than later in the war. Uh, and it was kind of like, oh, this is getting bad. You're just massacring towns now. That's it's mm. not a good look. But uh, I'm sure I'm sure that was kind of a, a similar uh, feeling there over on Ryloth. And uh, you know, after Cham says that after years of pi- fighting, peace is needed. Toss says that peace comes with prosperity, and that this is a new era for Ryloth. And we get introduced to a new clone, Captain Hauser who asks Sindula if things are all right, and Cham says that he should be relieved that the war is over, but admits that change is not easy. He hopes that his people will embrace this peace, and Hauser reassures him that Ryloth is safe and that this is what he has fought for. You know, Cham's like... Or Hauser's like, it's gonna be fine. Like, war's over. We're chilling now, you know? <laughs> uh, this Uh, This clone is interesting to me because he doesn't seem as... Order 66-y as the other clones Uh, and I wonder if he has more of a
2: conscience
0: he has more of a personality than it seems like the other regs we've seen and uh, obviously in episode 1 we saw that after you know uh, after Order 66 the clones still had some personality they were still fucking with uh, the Bad Batch and stuff at, at lunch and stuff like that but like they all seemed very antagonistic uh, and obviously, we have a bad frame of reference with the Bad Batch here, but.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, don't know I, I was gonna say, I don't, I don't think the, the Order 66 changed how the clones act towards anyone who isn't in opposi- opposition to the Empire now. So that's why I think because, you know, to that clone, he still sees, like, he, you know, uh, Cham is still in, in, you know, in cahoots with the Empire, you know, as of right now. And so he's, He's okay with them and not gonna, you know, he's gonna, he's still gonna, you know, continue the relationship, which I would assume they built up during, you know, the the liberation of, of course, Rylos. Of course
0: the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I am interested in seeing like, what if there's the possibility, you know, the Empire has been in in a hurry, not in a hurry necessarily, but they want to replace the clones. Uh, war mantle like it seems like they're like hey we can make better clones like your your forces can be sound like it'll be chill what if there's more than just the we're cutting costs what if like the inhibitor chip is active but only for like only effective for so long like what if clones fall out of order 66 like what if that's just something that just kind of like fades away in their in their head like and what if if you're maybe an older clone, like a first gen of sorts. Like what if, and obviously we saw Rex get his taken out. So it's like, we don't really know here, but what if first generation clones kind of got out of that fog quicker than others? It's just Mm -hmm. an interesting train of thought.
1: Was Rex a first generation? Yes. Well, so the, the argument could be made is what if it's just, what if it's not that they get out of the fog quicker, but it's a little bit easier for them to overpower Order 66 in a sense, since we did see Rex, you know, kind of
2: hesitate,
1: hesitate and, and manage to, you know, hesitate for long enough to let Ahsoka get I out. I don't like before. to believe that
2: that's just because he's first gen. It's because of the relationship. No, they no. But what like, I'm
1: saying is, is like, is the relationship they had on top of the fact that he's first gen, whereas like, I don't know, is Cody first gen?
0: I believe Cody is also first gen. Okay. I think I like those, those those main two gotcha. clones are pretty much. I was
1: gonna say if Cody wasn't first gen, then maybe that would explain why Cody, without a second thought, just I amused mean, like, all right, deuces deuces, Kenobi.
0: Yeah, you know that's that's what's interesting too is that like in Revenge of the Sith, they obviously had to be like this was a switch, like there was no there was no ifs ands or buts about it. And yeah. Then later on, you get the opportunity to explore the idea that someone might have hesitated. You don't get to do that straight off the bat. Uh, unless, of course, they were just like they did it with all the other clones, and then hesitated with Command uh, General or Commander Cody. But uh, you know, that's how they started Order sixty six, wasn't it? Wasn't Cody the first one to get the uh, command <laughs> Order sixty six order?
2: Think so. I think he was like one on the hologram too, saying it to like other clones. Yeah, like. Like, all the
0: 66, yeah.
2: Cause, like, obviously, Palpatine did his. He only did it to, like, the commanders first. And then the commanders relayed that message to their army, you know? Yeah, so, that's like, true. Commander Cody probably was on a hologram saying, like, execute order, Like, he was that dude. Yeah, so, probably. And then uh, just started um, shooting. Almost certainly.
0: They started shooting, blah, 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 blah. But, uh, you know, Senator Ta addresses the Twilight crowd. He steps out, he says that the, the new imperial refinery will bring stability and growth to Ryloth again. And he urges all of the Twi'leks to, you know, stand down from your military post. It's going to be fine. We're chilling now. Uh, you, you got to enjoy this freedom that you've, uh, you fought for. It's, it's time to chill. And, you know, the crowd's like, this is, this is sus. I don't like you. Fuck you, Ta. Get off the stage. Get off the stage. Uh, and Ta explains, you know, the empire has offered the clone army. To protect and defend them. And uh, you know, one of the Tweelic in the crowd says they want they want they want Cindula. They want Cham.
2: And Give us our boy.
0: And <laughs> the Empire and Senator Tar like, fuck. Fuck. They love this guy and they hate us. This is bad. Uh so obviously this is the this is the seeds for the uh plot to arrest Cham later on in the uh later on in the episode, and you need it for a revolutionary like Cham. Uh, As the crowd urges him on, though, Cham decides to speak. He says that uh, he understands they're generally not trusting of anything going on here. And he says that the one thing they've done as a people is stand together to defend Ryloth. And when the Clone Wars began and the Republic was losing, they were on their own. He speaks of how the Grand Army of the Republic came to their aid in their hour of need. And how Hauser moves up to uh, stand next to him. As Cham says, they would not be here if not for the clone army. And I was like I lo- I love the the one on one relationships between certain people and clones. You know, mm. like like you said with Ahsoka and Rex. And it seems like Hauser has a very genuine respect and love for all of the Cindula family, uh, as shown later with him catching Hera and stuff. I just I, I I like the addition of this of this character and I hope we get more uh I don't know, empathetic clones in the, in the future of the show. I think that'd be a nice little addition. Uh, but he says that since he emphasizes that the, uh, the clone army fought with the tweelix and that they should trust them. And since the war has ended, he urges them to lay down their weapons and focus on Ryloth's future. And we got a big second, uh, second amendment debate here, uh, about, you know, you know, you lay down the arms prevents revolution from the, for, against the government. Can't, can't have that, you know? You gotta be able to topple an empire if you need to. Therefore, you need you needs the guns.
2: Playing chess. That's how these
0: work. But, uh... The crowd cheers. And they're like, that's good. That's cool with me. We're gonna leave.
2: That's uh, our boy. Dude, that's our no, boy. Cham boy. said
0: it, I'm down. Cham, Cham said it, I'm in. Like
2: They love Cham. They, they love, love that Cham.
0: dude. They want to fuck with the Cham. But, uh... <laughs> Senator Ty, you know, he walks away. Admiral Rampart speaks with Alini. He says... It's a shame that, you know, their daughter were not, was not here to share in this. And I was like, fuck yeah! We're gonna see Hera! I'm ready. And Alini explains that, you know, the daughter has other interests. And she looks over the horizon, uncomfortable, as though she knows Hera's general path. You know? Uh, and elsewhere on Ryloth, we see Hera and Chopper know, on some, <laughs> voiced by none other than Dave Filoni. Yeah.
1: That was 11. pretty impressive. Wait, actually. really?
2: Yeah. Is it really Dave Filoni?
0: Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni does the sounds for Chopper.
2: Oh, that's awesome. God, yeah. Man. I love it. I love it.
0: Uh, but they're spying. They're spying on an Imperial refinery. It's that Rebel spirit instilled, young. You know, she's spying on the fucking Empire, and she's like, what, thirteen, twelve, eleven, something like that. But uh,
2: she already it's, a ba- She already a badass. Like. Yeah, she's she's, she's out here riding
0: riding for Ryloth out here. And, uh, she's in an area that's off limits. And she says that she overheard her father say that this is only the first location of many refineries in the future. And, uh, Chopper mumbles, you know, his little. And, uh, (laughs) Harris says that they cannot go because, you know, Uncle Gobi told them to stay and gather intelligence. And you know, chopper again, and he he turns to face Hera, who watches the birds and daydreams of flying. Has her hand waving like that in front of her face, and I'm, God, and the setup for her like dreams of becoming a pilot and not being like a prodigy pilot. Mm -hmm. I love, you know, like it's like it's it's different for what we're used to in our views of pilots in general in the Star Wars universe. You know, Luke was destined for the shit ever since he was young. Anakin, even more so. We see Han on Corellia, and obviously he's not actually a, a, a child there, so he probably grew up a little, a, a little clumsy at behind the wheel of a, a ship. But you know, he flies the Millennium Falcon with no problem in Solo. Uh, mm-hmm. So I like the idea that Hera, you know, she she, she, she doesn't love it so this. much. She loves she, the idea of it. She knows yeah. what it takes, and she, she just has, loves
2: she the concept of flight. Just. Flight is just cool to her. You know, that's her thing—is just flight.
0: It reminds me of—have uh, you guys watched the Wonder Woman movies?
2: Mm. Yep.
0: It reminds mm. me of Steve. It reminds me of Chris Pine's character in, in those movies. Uh, the general passion for for flight. You know, uh, I think I I personally like Hera more than I like uh, Steve Taylor, but
2: I agree with that.
0: Hera, Hera rocks, but uh, you know, tr- she uh. She lies on the ground, imagines flying here, and uh, the two are soon discovered by a pair of clone troopers, and they, uh, you know, pair Can I just of... say,
1: fucking That's Chopper, her. Chopper might be the most, like, at times, the most useless droid in all of Star Wars.
0: <laughs> 50,000 confirmed kills, though. What? 50,000 confirmed kills on Chopper.
2: What, are you counting the, de- the, the detonation? Is it? Is that counting on him because he started the sequence or whatever? Is that is that is that where so. all of his kills are from? Basically, Wait, is what? that one instance? Whenever look they up, set up the up base and they blew it up, count.
0: just look up look up chopper kill count. He's killed many a person.
2: Okay, is Chopper the father of Era that kid at the end? No, that's Kanan. Dude, but when? No, dude. It's no. But like, okay, okay. It's a Hold of on. Animated Hold shows. on. You're not going to actually but be like, The timeline didn't they line up. The timeline didn't
1: line but up. Also,
2: Joseph, how the fuck is Chopper going to be the father? That's what I. But they were saying, like, you know, in the monologue or whatever Ezra was saying, he was like. And, and we all know or like some we all know that he gets this from the father and then it showed Chopper and then like him going crazy or something and i, was I don't like, think that was wait the a reference minute. i was like wait a minute
0: you like i don't think they inserted the idea that the droid was the father of uh Hera's child i have a, i have a feeling you were on your own in that in that guess
2: but like the uh the time <laughs> gap isn't it wasn't it like Cain was gone for like I don't know. I just thought the time gap was like Kanan couldn't be the father. So I was like, "Wait, who's the father?" Like, no,
0: like I think you're supposed to kind of like suspend disbelief, suspend yeah. belief a little bit for it. Uh, um, guess the kids somewhere in the six to ten range. You know, like
1: so I'm I'm looking at the uh uh at the kill count. It <laughs> says he sabotaged the the Indictor, uh, causing, oh. to, causing it to explode and take two Imperial cruisers down with it. Uh, it seems to be roughly the same size as an Imperial uh, uh, 1 or I-class Star Destroyer. According to the wiki, those have 37,000 crewmates with an additional 9,700 Stormtrooper, which makes a total of just under 47,000 people. <laughs> Dude, it goes from, I
2: it love... goes from like 30 to 40,000 people. <laughs> yeah, I love that it says, this is how it, at the very end it says, the total tally is 19 confirmed and direct kills. So he's directly killed 19 people, like directly with his shockers mm-hmm. or something. And that's well, already serial it, killer numbers. Says,
0: that's already serial yeah. killer numbers. Yeah. We're
2: blowing, blowing up, star, yeah. like, uh, uh, TIE fighters and stuff. But then so he's where says, a lot of
1: those confirmed kills Then,
2: are. then it jumps to 49,997 estimated indirect kills using sabotage. Like 50K a, with sabotage. This article.
1: Bro says this means Chopper has the second most known kills of any Star Wars character associated with the Rebellion. Seemingly, only Luke, whose kill count is yeah. estimated to be around three hundred and seventy thousand, has more.
2: Yeah, Luke has to be the biggest, right? Well, Rebellion. Star. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Like, come on, that you, that's a lot of that's a the lot. most in total. Definitely has to be uh... Star Killer Base. No, I'm I'm fuck! I didn't even think Star about Star Killer Base at the time, bro. I was thinking so is Death that
0: like Hux's kill count.
2: Would it be Hux or would it be Kylo?
1: Like who gets who gets Or would it be
0: Snoke? Right? Is it technically Snoke? It's probably Snoke. So Palpatine. But it's
1: probably Snoke.
0: Oh, what's Palpatine's kill count?
1: Oh my God! Well, that well since Snoke is Palpatine, Palpatine's kill count would just be astronomical because you throw in that I'm you throw in the Death Vader, Stars
2: or Anakin and Vader as if you tally every every droid as well. Like, I'd say Anakin,
0: Vader, man. When they do the kill counts counts for, like, Republic era, it's like, I mean, they killed a bunch of droids, you know? Like, it's like...
1: They don't have souls. They don't count.
0: (laughs) They don't count as kills, you know? Like, it's like, if anything, it's like a deactivation. It's not necessarily a murder.
1: deactivation. Hey, hey, those droids have family. They have, you know... Husbands, wives, children, Colton.
0: Just ask L3. I don't, but, uh, I don't know what that is. The, the droid from Solo. But uh, Hello, later okay. on in the episode, tweelix hand their weapons to clone troopers at the Cindula uh, residence. And watching over a balcony, Gobi tells Eleni that the clones should not be the ones defending Ryloth. Tweelix should be defending Ryloth. And Eleni replies that Cham knows that the people are tired of fighting, that they can't go on as they have been. Gobi's like, nah, that ain't the case. Turning over our weapons makes us defenseless to the Empire. Now we can't fight if they subjugate us. Like, this is just a bad idea in general. Uh, And, you know, Gobi here then informs her that he's made contact to get some more weapons already. He was like, all right, we might have to do this. I'm just going to call in some more just in case. Uh, They're already on their way. Uh, But, you know, just then Captain Hauser brings Hera and Chopper back to the back to their little base there, and Alini asks what has happened, and Hauser tells Cham that Hera and Chopper were found inside a restricted zone, and Hera tells her, you know, he tells ch- she tells Cham, they were just exploring, you know, we're just chilling, he's not going, she's not going to snitch on Gobi or nothing, that ain't her style, she's rides or dies, uh, and Hauser says that he's in a tough spot since things are a little tense at the moment, he says that he won't report the incident with Hera and Chopper, but warns that it cannot happen again, Cham reassures him that it won't. And this is the most interesting Captain Hauser moment for me. Because it's like, the extent of Order 66 is interesting. Because, like, I would think you find someone in a restricted area, if you're under Order 66, you get a little bit more interrogating. You know, like, mm. like a bit,
1: right? I mean, it's a little girl. At the end yeah, of the day. maybe because it's a little girl, you just be like, "Yeah, that's a it's an excellent point, Colton." Like, it,
0: almost killed a little girl.
1: Well, yeah, but they were confirmed traitors to the to the Black Empire.
0: True. That's true. That's true. I guess I
1: hadn't yeah. thought about that, but but also, fuck I don't the know. Kids I'm
0: holding around. on hope a little bit. I think I think we might see. I, and here's the thing, too: we might just be seeing more of. This planet in general, this might not be such a one off episode. Uh, it'd be really cool if the Bad would, Batch aids a sort of rising of a rebellion on Ryloth. Like, that'd be
1: I, I would have to assume we'll see more of this planet just because of the fact that what we end off with with uh with Cham and uh, what's the wife's name?
0: Yeah, going Eleni. into custody,
1: Elane, yeah, Elane, yeah, going into custody. And we know at some point they get released and at some yeah, point, like, she dies
2: definitely. So, like. I, I see this maybe being a two three episode series. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm ready for it because I love I love following. Uh, yeah, we Deere could get that. That has been in the back of my art. mind. That has been in the back of my mind this entire episode. Obviously, is like when's she gonna die? Because mm-hmm. she's gonna die. Is she gonna die sucks.
1: in 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 like in a in imperial custody? Is that why he uh, you know flips a switch and goes from.
0: Mm, he's gonna he's gonna she's she's getting killed as a sacrifice oh uh, 100% for her her daughter uh we're getting we're getting that we're finally getting the mother arc here
1: yeah you know but if if she dies if she dies fighting the imperials for whatever reason it's a little different than if she's still in imperial custody and and ends up dying for whatever reason
0: that'd be yeah that'd be like a whole other thing you know Uh, yeah but you know, yeah, we could uh, we
1: could finally get a true arc. You okay, can't wait, you know, like a like a you know separate story arc inside of yeah. inside of you know the Bad Batch that we all the episodes have kind of been like connected, but they have all been kind of like one off story, yeah. story 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 story. We haven't seen like a true like multi episode arc. Which so will be interesting.
2: Bad Batch takes place right like right with Aura sixty six like.
0: Right after, yeah. Post
2: Order 66 basically is Bad Bash, you could say. Yeah. It's like the year zero is Order 66. Yeah. Rebels, is that before? So that's still before the Death Star, right? That's yeah. like, a, that, that so spans it's, it's, probably like
1: 10, t- or yeah, probably like how 10 many years, years before after the Death Star? Order
2: 66 is Rebels.
1: Probably like 10 ish.
2: Because Ezra is. Oh, one. wait a minute. No, it have to Ezra's be. Ezra's 13 it, or 14.
1: I would guess more like
0: fourteen or fifteen years. Yeah, it'd probably be like fourteen
1: after because we have eighteen years in between Order sixty six and uh you know uh if if you want like real sense, I
0: think it's like rebels play straight into rogue one and rogue one play straight into a new hope. Like it's like kind of like that. Gotcha, gotcha,
2: gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
0: And hopefully the bad batch takes us right up to rebels. If we can get like a like a spanning that long that'd be pretty we're, gonna awesome.
1: be, we're in for a couple seasons then
0: <laughs> oh i i'm i'm certain oh yeah i, I don't it, think if, this is a limited series oh
2: i, I don't know i mean a you think we'll go series, that far in the timeline but if, if oh, we go no 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 I okay think, i think like max
0: i mean i don't know though like who's to say that like seven seasons of a show can easily span that long and i don't i don't like I'm not going to be like we're obviously going to get 7 seasons of the bad batch, but I'm basing it off, you know, we got the clone wars for that long and Star Wars fandom is even deeper than it ever was during clone wars. So it's like you're probably going to get a lot of viewing here on I could I could definitely see us getting match. like
1: a good like five or so seasons of this spanning two spanning the next like 5 to 10 years and then we get another series in between that'll fill in the time between end of this Kenobi. series and Kenobi, yeah, maybe that fills in the end of this series to start of Rebels. The
2: Bad Batch, they're probably gonna die in some. Like, how do you think they die? In some
1: horrific accident.
2: How do you think they die? They they don't die old, I don't think.
0: Nah, I think uh, I think Omega has a little bit of a tragic origin.
2: If I don't get a wrecker old man,
1: are you kidding me? Like, I I want to see I want to see wrecker like I see. I wanna see record like I see old man Rex. I wanna see Old Man Wrecker.
2: I don't think we get it, man. <laughs> I don't think we do either. Like I think the Bad Batch will sacrifice themselves for Omega. Oh,
1: one thousand percent.
2: Like that's what will happen in whatever way it happens. Like
0: I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Uh we're we're seeing we're not seeing all of them die.
1: Mm. Every single a one couple, of them all in the same, them, same
0: scene. Uh here i think i think tech too sweet to kill he doesn't die uh echo been through enough also doesn't die young if one of them uh, go
2: they're all going bro they're all going
0: you're just wrong like Cross hair, no way I just crosshair
2: is going i think crosshair is gonna be off i think like within two seasons like i think crosshair maybe, like, and
1: one of the other two ones. one are going at the same time i mm. think it's gonna be a crosshair take someone out with him uh, cause at this point, I don't, I don't think we're getting
2: that crosshair redemption arc. I'm thinking that's looking further and further away. Um, they might like pin him down and get his inhibitor chip out. And then he's like, Oh my God, guys, I'm so sorry. I see that happening.
1: And then they, and then they immediately pull just a blast out and just, you know, <laughs> just off him then and there.
2: Uh, <laughs> Rex comes in, still don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> Your crimes Not can never be forgiven. Uh, that's,
0: that's really the Star Wars philosophy, though. And, like, at this point, like, Crosshair's going to die, just given what we've seen. Yeah. Uh, this, oh, yeah. It, is, it is enough. It is more than enough than what Star Wars has killed characters for in the past. You know, like, <laughs> the idea that, like, you can't, you can't get forgiveness. Like, Listen. you can't find redemption after all of this. Only one uh,
1: person can ever find redemption, and that's Anakin. Anyone else, and 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 even
0: know. he died immediately. Like that's that like that's the point. Like Ben Solo, yeah, like redeemed, yeah, died that's a fair immediately. point. Immediately, yeah. Anytime,
1: like, anytime a character gets a redemption arc, their days are die.
0: And like that's <laughs> why Wait, I think that's minutes. why I think we do get the crosshair redemption. He dies yeah, though. Yeah, that's fair. Like we'll we'll get the crosshair uh, yeah, redemption. Yeah, we'll yeah die seconds later.
1: Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna redeem himself and sacrifice sacrifice himself to save to save one of them, and then in the process, one of the other ones gonna die. <sighs> who which who do we think makes it the longest? Hunter Tech. Hunter Hunter Hunter. i uh, See, I don't know who risk. I think is gonna go first. I don't know if I think Hunter's gonna go first, or Hunter, I, I think Hunter will I'm take the last
2: breath. I'm he thinking will see all of his all of his. He will be the last one to see everyone else dead in front of him. He will be the last one to go. I'm
1: thinking Wrecker's going to go first because I'm thinking Omega's going to get herself in a sticky situation, and, and Omega is the to ride. Yeah, and yeah, and Wrecker's just going to not, no questions asked, ride or die. He's going in on his own while everyone else is trying to figure some stuff out. He's going to get her, and in the process, he's going to die, and she's going to, and she's going to, it's going to crush her.
0: I'm telling, Wrecker is getting killed by Darth Vader. Don't know how. Don't know when. <laughs> what? That's going to happen though.
2: Why? There's, Listen, I'm down for
0: it because there's no there's no better way to kill a character we all care about than to have him fight a battle we know he can't win.
2: Yeah, like and a battle a he has to
0: fight, point. and a battle he has to fight nonetheless. Yeah. Like he's he's forced to fight, like. If, if Wrecker's going to die, it has to be a situation in which he's protecting somebody. And if he's protecting somebody and we're going to be okay with him dying, it has to be Darth Vader. Like, like, that's it. There's no, like, the only other person, I guess, Crosshair. But, like, we've already seen him get shot by Crosshair in the chest. Like, and he didn't die. What if, he's got to get blasted is, in the face for that shit to happen.
1: No, what if that is, okay, just think about this for a moment. Crosshair in the next however many episodes. Takes out either Echo or Tech, kills one of the two of them. Just Echo listen, and
0: Tech are safe? Just Echo and no, Tech are safe.
1: I disagree. I disagree. I don't think they're safe, Dave. I, which which one's the one that's the uh, the reg? Echo. Echoes the reg. Tech is the one that's the nerd. I mean, they're both yeah. nerds, but um, okay. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Tech. I'm thinking Crosshair takes out his, his former, like, long lasting teammate. Okay, takes him out. Then, a couple episodes later, they're all pissed, trying to hunt down Crosshair, get themselves in a situation where they have to fight, where they have to go up against Darth Vader. Wrecker is a is in the process of dying for Darth, dying to Darth Vader. Crosshair tries to save him; they both get taken out. Now we're down to two clones left and Omega.
2: <laughs> Omega, oh, yeah. No.
1: See,
0: here's my thing: is that like. I think that uh, for for one they kill tech i riot um, you you kill you kill tech i'm coming for your neck that's
1: that's Just the law of the hear, land hear him now you take out tech say goodbye Throbate to all of your for, for all property
0: rob will destroy <laughs> you
1: uh
0: i and simply because tech has been the most innocent I guess that could be the that's, perfect reason the he issue. would.
1: The, the, I, think, I think it's between Echo and Tech, and the reason I don't go with Echo is because Echo's had it hard. Yeah. <laughs> Echo's not had a good time of it. That poor guy. He deserves man. to make it out. However,
0: Echo's Echo the deserves one... to make it out, but if Echo makes it out, there's no reason he's not with Rex in
1: Rebels. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, I mean, you could... I mean, listen... Even if he makes it out, Echo's not living to old age. Are you kidding me? That's a
0: good point. That's a really good he's, point. Yeah. He's
1: dying of old age in the next five years anyway. <laughs> he's not making it to Rebels, even if he does <laughs> survive. So he's maybe that is why he dies.
0: <laughs> man, but that's Echo's true. been through it, bro. They can't do that to my man. That's, Here's see, my thing. thing I'm going to
1: no matter what. Anybody dies, I'm devastated. That's and the rules. Now. And all of them have to die. Every single one of them. They don't I have want... to. Colton, I want blood.
0: <laughs> but, like, here's my think thing. About, is that, like, if Hera, if Hera and Rex can fight in the Battle of Endor, so can any of these guys. You know what I'm saying? Especially uh, any of these guys after Rex can fight there. Like,
1: they
2: don't make it that far. Okay, but,
1: Colton, think about this. Think about this think about the pure adrenaline Darth Vader's gonna have whenever he kills every single one of them I I would like to see I'm gonna tell you what I would like to see
0: and this is going to happen like Omega's gonna have a tragic origin in some way because some of these guys are going to die I don't think it's gonna be all of them could you imagine all of
1: them die in one scene oh that'd be that'd be too much that'd be
0: brutal it uh, would be like "what oh oh but no but uh the if omega can like grow up to become some sort of bounty hunter super badass like i think that yeah. would be okay. pretty, like I'd, like an anti-hero bounty hunter do
2: you think force sensitivity comes into this story no. at all with omega or I'm hunter
0: sure, i'm i'm completely out on omega yeah. being force sensitive at all
2: I was never in two weeks. So there's going to yeah. be zero for, force for sensitivity. For weeks,
0: actually, I've been out. So
2: you don't think there's any force sensitivity in no. any of any of the characters that we have?
0: At the moment, no. Do
2: you I was think it'll ever be room. introduced? Do you think any of them could have the possibility of being force Doubtful sensitive? Doubtful at best, being that they're
1: all clones. And we've seen what happens to clones with, with the force. They look like Snoke. True. True.
0: Um, shall we? Shall we jump back into the scene I, by just, scene?
1: I just want to say one thing real quick. Okay, do it. All die. Final scene. Final scene of this season. We see that we see wrecker throw Omega into like an escape pod, and she gets shot off into space towards you know some you know rebel base or whatever. To, to go you know do whatever else and as she's flying away she's looking out the window reaching for them and then we see just their you know them all you know like their spaceship explode or whatever else and that's you know that's the end of the season how Jesus. crushing it would, would be, be. <laughs> it
0: would be. It would be fascinating if by the end of the season, all of the bad batch was dead. We get the book of Boba Omega shows up and we get a newly formed bad batch for season two, which will take place after the book of Boba, which is just following <laughs> following Omega Boba Fennec Shan, and a few other bounty hunters. And it's the new bad batch, baby. That's the, that's the idea that I've got.
1: Uh, I love it. I'm okay with it. But I won't, I won't, I've decided through this conversation that I want blood. And as much as possible.
0: I want blood. But after these clone troopers have left, if you remember where I left off, uh, Cham asks Hera what she was, you know, what were you doing out there? Like, what the fuck? And Hera tells her father, you know, I already told you. And he demands the truth. And Gobi explains, I sent her. And uh, Elaney sends Hera and Chopper inside while Goby and Cham talk. And while walking with her mother, Hera grumbles that this is not fair. She and Chopper didn't do shit. This is bullshit, mother. And, uh, Elaney says that, you know, the Imperial Refinery is off-limits. And, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta remember that. And Hera replies, you know, she never said that they were at the refinery. And Elaney's like, oh, I've got my ways, too. But also, good for Hera to be like, Ah! I didn't say that shit! Nobody ever knew we was at that bitch! Uh, so clearly, we've got Elaney having her own methods out here, and I think her methods are just working with Gobi, uh, potentially behind Cham's back at the moment, uh, just to keep him kind of in the in the dark to protect him, almost like a, yeah, sort of like, like you game. don't know what you don't know can't hurt you, you know, yeah. like you so can't tell can, the Empire what yeah. you don't know.
1: If he, he can, if if they do get caught, he can truly be able to say that he didn't know what was happening, and they'll be deniability, they
0: can, yeah plausible deniability uh you know but she then asks Hera you know what you see leave nothing out uh which I loved just a little hint that Eleni down to ride for this rebel cause fuck the empire and uh Cham is furious with Gobi for involving his daughter in spying in any capacity and can hardly blame him this is pretty irresponsible of an uncle to do with someone's child without asking uh hopefully he asked Eleni at the very least but, uh, you know, he disagrees, suggests that the Empire is hiding something. Cham says that he doesn't want his daughter to be put in the middle of anything that could just result in a battle. And He says that the clones were supposed to leave Ryloth when the Clone Wars ended. And he will not stand by as, as more arrive every single day. And uh, Cham reminds him that they agreed to disband uh, when the time came, asking what the point of fighting was if they cannot accept peace. And Gobi tells Cham that they have been friends for a long time, warns Cham that the Imperials are up to something, but he doesn't want to see it. Uh, I I fucks with a revolutionary who sees what's on the horizon. He knows what's coming. Uh And these scenes show us that, you know, Cham doesn't. He's truly, like, kind of like, I don't know, let's see. Like, I'm done fighting, frankly. I'm Jon Snow, season six of this bitch. I don't want to fight anymore, bro you telling me i got to go back and take Winterfell? No spoilers, Emily's right behind me. You're telling me i got to go back and try to take Winterfell? Right now? Right now? I just got killed!
2: I was just murdered! This is a way of guaranteed peace, you could say. You will guarantee not have war, but is it the you best... You will not
0: be comfortable.
2: Yes. Uh,
0: that's that's the general idea here. But uh, later, Gobi and uh, Saren... That's the other revolutionary he's got rolling with him, uh, prepares to leave for a, su- for a supply run on a freighter and Hera is unable to go because her father doesn't want her to do any more of the spying. But after Gobi mentions that he was going to let her fly, Hera changes her mind and is like, Chopper, cover for me. I'm dipping. I'm going to a, I'm going off planet. Don't tell my parents. Uh, can you imagine? Uh, just going to like your little brother and being like, don't tell anybody. I'm going to the moon. Uh, <laughs> Pretty crazy in Star Wars, like that. Like Star Wars just has that ability all the time. Like the children are just like, "I'm gonna leave the planet real quick, be back later."
2: That's uh,
0: <laughs> but uh, after Gobi, uh, after this chopper beeps in binary, he circles away, and uh, unknown to the Twi'leks, they are being watched by Crosshair, who first uh, uh, he launches a little homing beacon onto their ship, and he tells his uh, superiors via comlink that. Glee's ship is being tagged, and that he is not alone. Uh, Hera flies Gobi's ship into space, demonstrating her flying skills at a very young age, and Gobi's impressed by uh, what she's showing off, And but, you know, he's like, you don't get to land yet, like, that's that's some tricky stuff. And Saren instead lands the ship on Rylot's nearest moon, a rocky planetoid, and uh, I gotta tell ya, this shot of them landing, the ship, the planet in the background, the surface, the stars beautiful there were multiple shots in this this episode mm. that were just like fuck that is gorgeous and this is like one of my favorites across the whole show so far the design of this ship is super fucking cool mm. uh it looks like the mandalorian razor crest meets some sort of star trek vessel and they're just like all that one that ramp
2: one, was steep steep they were walking and like you saw them they were leaning like back when they were walking <laughs> down that ramp it was like it was a steep boy
0: they love the slow ramp, Morty. But uh, I told
2: them this means peace among just... worlds. Hilarious, Morty.
0: <laughs> they got a huge fucking hard on for the for the slow ramp. But uh, you know, Gobi reveals here that uh, they're they're fetching some supplies, getting some weapons, and uh, shortly after the Havoc Marauder lands on the moon and
2: another uh, cool ship.
0: Cool-ass ship, I uh, Wrecker, I mean, not Wrecker, Hera's just in awe, you know? She's like, I've never seen a ship like that. And, like, I, I don't know, maybe I haven't been appreciating this ship enough just because it reminds me of some of the Imperial ships it's that we we'll see later imperial. on.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, so it's just supposed to be, like, remnants of the Republic, kind of, mm-hmm. like, that became the Empire. And this is, like, modified, so it's its own thing. But I can't just... I'm I've never been good with the vehicles of Star Wars and being able to like really pick apart the differences unless they're like obviously different. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really know how this is much different than the imperial vessels that I'm thinking of other than it's probably faster just because why not? Uh but yeah, it's a fucking cool ship. And uh the bad batch all disembark from the ship with a big ass box of weapons and Omega follows and sits down on the gangplank is just like ha guys do your weapon guys do your weapon shipment i'll be waiting here for you when you get back
1: the weapon shipment <laughs>
0: tell me tell me how the tell me how the weapons deal goes tell me how the smuggling goes But <laughs> so also interesting hunter tells goby you know sid sent them they're out of her debt and they're like now let's just sit back and make some fucking money how about it uh we've got a good thing going here she she's she's still not snitching on us i guess we still got to do this work because like that's obviously still lingering you know the debts paid off but she can still turn them in if they don't want to do the jobs she's got for them you know uh she seems to kind of
1: right, yeah, i think and, at this point know, they, i think she's
0: out i think she's out on that though she likes omega yeah, too much for
1: likes omega and i think at this point they're they've made enough money for her that she's like you know what we're You're reliable we're, cool. we're chilling
0: yeah i i hope that's the case i'd like i'd like to see more like I love that Ord Mantel and her little bar, like if that's a base of operations for the bad batch all the way throughout this series, fuck. Yeah, that's awesome. But, uh, I'm afraid we're going to see a little bit of a uprooting for yeah. Sid at some point via the yeah. empire taking over Ord Mantel and busting that bitch up, yeah. uh, that bitch being the bar, not Sid. Uh, yeah.
1: I, so I have a couple things I wanted to talk about for the scene. One, what a shitty, not really uncle, but uncle, uh, Gobi Glee is like, I get if you want to take her out for a quick spin of the of the, of your spaceship, fine. Going on taking a, her to a weapons deal, a fucking not only a weapons deal, a weapons smuggling deal. Maybe you don't take the daughter of the guy who clearly isn't getting along the best with the Empire, um, and has just got done getting caught spying on a, on an imperial base. Maybe you just don't take her immediately after get getting caught spying. Um, hey,
0: but you know what? You know what? I love about deal. this. You know what I love about this? What the impact that the Bad Batch has on Kanan and Hera separately? That like mm-hmm. totally forms their characters. Oh like, yeah, like Hunter allowing the escape of Kanan Jarrus to become who he is, uh, and them bringing Hera to were bringing the weapons to Hera on her first weapons deal. You know, like this. Dra- I am assuming this drastically changed the course of Hera's life. You know, because if she doesn't go, Cham and uh, her mom don't get involved her mom inevitably won't die she won't inevitably fight the empire like it's like all, all oh, the domino effect yeah. baby
1: obviously all of it has to happen but it's just like like come on man like maybe don't take the the daughter of your of your best friend um who who in happens theory. to be the the leader of the army onto onto a fucking weapon smuggler If someone's
2: in the rebellion a bad decision was usually made early in their life
1: <sighs> that that caused them to yeah that's very fair very good chance My, very the good other chance. thing that i wanted to bring up is why the fuck is there no technology on these goddamn ships that will detect whenever a fucking tracker gets put on them? I knew like, I
0: knew you'd have something to say about this, Miles. You brought it up more than once.
1: Every uh, single time. It, always infuriating. See, it, every time we see a ship fly off of a planet, it's just like, ooh, pew. Don't worry, I got them tracked. And it's like, that seems way too fucking simple. That seems like they're like by this point in the technological prowess of this galaxy. They would have like I can I can get it if there's like the arms race of like all right well you know what now we can block this level of tracker oh well we upgraded the tracker so you can't block all of them anymore but like yeah. at some point we got to be there's, there's got to be, be a scene stoppage point yeah we got to see at least a scene where they shoot a tracker onto it and then they're like ah oh, we got it but we they, got a tracker on us they they, yeah. they put a tracker on us let's go you know blast it off into fucking deep space where they'll be super confused as to where we're going. Yeah. Something like that where they at least notice it at a minimum because it's just like every single time a ship leaves a planet and they're going to do some – going to the, do some, you know, some shit. It's but always for plot, plot
2: reasons, bro, We it's so much more hard. It'd be so hard for the Empire to know or to do anything. The same way,
0: the or same like, way that up, like, like we got to – like the way the, the Marauder like latched itself onto the bottom of a much bigger freighter, the same way it's like fuck it. You know, we just got to figure out a way in. Same yeah, thing.
1: I like yeah, I get it. They have to do it for plot reasons. But like, come on. Like, come up with some new idea for how you're going to how you're going to track this ship other than just don't. worry, I got a tracker on it. And it's like It would be original with it.
0: <laughs> be original with it. But uh, you know, they've uh tech adds that they've brought a ship of 3 dozen blasters. Uh, that's 36 guns. That doesn't seem like
1: very many for, you know, a planet.
0: Ah, uh, you know, but if you don't have a giant rebellion going, you got uh, just a few, you, you need the guerrilla style warfare. You don't need more than 36. I guess, yeah,
1: right Yeah, right now they're just planning on, like, they, yeah, I guess they're just doing the small scale to try and build up support and then buy more. Because he does, he does tell them, like, as they're leaving, like, tell Sid, yeah. tell Sid to ship more once you have them. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but, that's uh, fair.
0: Gobi has to see the, the weapons and Wrecker brings the crate and meanwhile Hera walks over towards the Marauder and he's taking an inter- she's taking an interest in this, in this, uh, this ship and she asks Omega, you know, what the fuck is this thing? And Omega's like, it's an Omnichrome class attack shuttle, modified. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, she's like, can I have a tour? And, uh, with Hunter's permission, Omega agrees to give Hera a tour of the ship, but warns her, no funny business. <laughs> uh. And uh Omega says that she will be watching her. And the uh, Hera obliges and lets Omega show her around the marauder and aboard the ship Omega shows Hera the sensor array, deflector shield, navigation readabout or readout, and the hyperdrive. She's like, Yeah, look at all this shit. Uh so
1: And it's all mine, little, baby.
0: <laughs> it's all mine, baby. Uh love love this little duo uh, young Hera and Omega, not one I ever anticipated getting one. I absolutely fucking love, uh, love them together. Uh, if we can get more of that, I'm all the way in, you know, I want to see the bad batch get hired by Gobi Glee or, you know, Gobi Glee enrolls Sid who enrolls the bad batch to break Cham and Eleni out of prison, Mm. therefore reuniting Hera and Omega. Mm. And, uh, you know, they'll they'll chill out somewhere. They'll get into some hijinks. They'll do something on their own while the, while the crew rescues Cham. Elanie dies. You know, it's definitely gonna be in the maybe gun.
2: The and then, dude, hair is definitely gonna be the pilot. And then Omega is gonna be in the gun room, like a hundred percent. Saying oh, like that that's so where tough. I sleep, unless I'm getting shot at. That's where I'm at. You know, I'm. It's obviously used as a gun. Like maybe that was a foreshadow, like that they will fly. You know
0: that might, that's actually a really good idea that that might be a little foreshadow, like, well, yeah, whenever we're not in trouble, like, mm-hmm. whenever we're not shooting, like, that would be really tough if Hera gets to fly the Omnicron. Mm. Oh, that'd be dope. It's happening. Like, it's, first, it's happening. That's the first time she gets to, like, really fly on her own. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's absolutely happening. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I can't believe I didn't already think about it, but, you know, Hera asks Omega, you know, like, can you fly? And Omega explains that tech won't let her. Uh, until she's, she can recite all of the ship's specifications and, uh, functions from memory and Hera marks that specs are only half of it. Flying is about a feeling. And, uh, Omega asks, you know, what do you mean? Hera says that when she closes her eyes and pictures herself up there, she feels it. She can feel her, she can feel the flying, literally. Uh, she explains that the intr- instruments guide her, but that she plots her course freely. Omega asks if Hera is a pilot and she says not yet but hopefully one day.
2: This was a big force sensitive conversation. You think so? Like I mean, come on. How much how much more force sensitive how how much more close could you get? Like uh, than just being like you have to feel it. It's with your, you know, your emotion. Like how how
0: Oh, oh are you making are you making the claim that Hera is force sensitive? No, 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 no,
2: no. I'm just saying uh, them having this conversation points towards like a slight for since like sensitivity possibility in omega for me like
0: i can see the little the subtle nuances that would in, uh, indicate like a similar conversation being had like it's a feeling you like just have she, to like she out. hears
2: this you know and it's like hmm you know i've never thought about it that way maybe i should maybe try that on some other things you know maybe mm-hmm. she picks up a blaster and she goes maybe i should feel it you know maybe what do what my feelings tell me and it's like whoa Maybe Omega is some type of force sensitive clone, and that
0: they, would be kind you know. of cool. That would be really cool because, like, that is a story we have not gotten. Uh, lots of force sensitives, other otherwise, but uh, maybe
2: maybe Boba is as well. Wouldn't
0: that be something? Like Wouldn't this that whole be time, like that's why he's so good. Game for Boba? Can you imagine if they were just like, "Fuck it,
1: send
2: it"? So they did for Leia.
0: Well, no, but that was always supposed to happen. Yeah,
1: but also Leia is... is They allude to that in 1983. Also, Leia is the sister of of Luke, also the the daughter of Anakin, you know, related to the two most powerful Force
2: beings that we've seen. Fair. Fair. Fair.
0: (laughs) But here, (laughs) uh, Omega shows Hera her favorite part of the ship. Uh, It's her bunk in the Gunners Mountain. Hera is amazed that Omega gets to live on a ship... And That's Omega explains, you know, this, this this mount doubles as her bedroom when they're not being chased. And Hera asks, us if, asks if Omega and her guardians are in trouble. You know, like, are you guys okay then? Like, why are you guys ever in a chance where you need this gunner's mount? And uh, Omega replies that she thought that Hera and her people were in trouble. Uh, Omega asks, isn't that why you guys are here? Like, don't you need help? Like, otherwise, what are we doing? Like, it's an interesting little moment for Omega here, like pondering, like, oh, like, maybe we're not just helping the good guys necessarily. Because she doesn't get to articulate the whole nuance of their situation and stuff. So it's like, oh, could we just be selling weapons to anybody? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> is that, isn't that kind of just, is that kind of the deal right now?
1: Yeah. Could, could it not be the fact that someone needs weapons to like, you know, for whatever reason that they're just someone wants some weapons. So we're just shipping them to them. <laughs>
0: Exactly, but uh, outside, Gobi tells the Bad Batch to request more weapons from Sid, and Hunter warns that building an arsenal attracts attention, and he warns Gobi that he better know what he's about to be getting into, and Gobi replies that they don't have a choice. And Gobi tells Hera that they are leaving as he and Saren depart with the weapons. And uh, Hera thanks Omega for the tour, and Omega says, you know, You're welcome! Uh, But, you know, when Hunter asks Omega if she has made a new friend, Omega says that she is kind of strange, but she likes her. And uh, when Omega says that Hera likened flying to a feeling, Tech is perplexed. And as Gobi Freighter departs, the Bad Batch return to their ship. Hey, I love that line, though, too, where she was he was like, she said flight was about a feeling, and Tech's like, the fuck? What kind of bullshit is that? It's all about the logic. Can you just... I, I saw a tweet that today that was like, can you imagine the power of Tech having a Jedi girlfriend? Mm. And them, like, them, like, arguing about, like, logic versus feeling. Like, uh, it'd be pretty epic. It'd be pretty epic. I'd love... I mean, love hey, for,
1: bright side, neither of them would have emotions.
0: Neither, like, in theory. In theory. In theory. But, uh, returning to Ryloth, Gobi's ship flies through a canyon and, uh, inside the cockpit, Hera asks Gobi if he can teach her how to handle takeoff and landings, and... Gobi remarks, you know, you're persistent, kid, and Saren reports that their sensors are picking up an Imperial ship. Crosshair shoots at one of Gobi's ship's engines and causes it to crash into the base of the canyon, and Crosshair orders his troops to move in, and an Imperial LAAT lands near Gobi's ship, dispatching several clones. Hera asks what they should do, and and Imperials quickly take them into custody. Shortly later, Vice Admiral Rampart arrives with Senator Ta. Crosshair informs him that there are three tweelix that they were caught smuggling weapons onto the planet. And uh, Rampart speaks to Hera, telling her that uh, he finds her involvement in the matter to be most distressing. Like, ah, Sindula, this is a bad look, this is a bad look.
1: Ah, Syndulla, and Senator, just and what Senator, I wanted you to do.
0: <laughs> exactly, like, this is exactly what I needed to get to capture Cham. But Senator Taw's like, aha, this is enough to implicate. Cham completely. And uh I, I fuck ornfree ta. That's all I gotta say. Fuck this this rich <laughs> fuck boy who just wants to protect himself and not the citizens of Ryloth Eat my ass. Yeah. Also the You don't th- deserve to be a public servant of the people. <laughs> <It's
1: Ryloth. laughs> also the the this completely implicates Cham and it's like I mean yeah, but no it doesn't. <laughs> that was uh, the, yeah, that was here's the thing. Here's the thing. Guess what? This isn't sham. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, that was the one part where I was like, you know what? The Imperial asshole does kind of have a point where he's like, this completely, implicates. He's like, Hey, chill the fuck out. We all have a role to play. It doesn't just, just wait, dude. (laughs) I was like, hell
0: yeah, this is enough. He's plotting an uprising against the empire. And you're like, what dude, shut the fuck up. Okay. Just for a second. Hell yeah. That's not
1: true. (laughs) Yeah my French <laughs> that was one actually thinking about that that was one thing that confused me the entire episode was her and her mom's accents
0: well that's always been a thing with Ryloth, is that like their general dialect is French like they I their, guess I've just their, never their heard it
1: I guess I've just never heard it like that much but with them it was it just seemed heavier than the others
0: well it, like I think there was like they were trying to make a point that Hera like she she's not going to be on ryloth for much longer like that's, that's yeah that's, to
1: show like how much her voice has changed
0: that's the implication gotcha. here is that like she is very soon gonna leave ryloth like as a result of her mother dying i like i wouldn't be surprised if we end up seeing Hera getting linked up with like a maybe even like a saw Gerera or something with the bad batch
1: now who, who's I mean, to that'd say be epic. Like, Bad Batch doesn't go save her now and then she her and her and uh her and oh her first, God, like, family are chilling – yeah, are chilling in their chilling in their bunk beds in the gunner's mount.
0: I mean, that'd be that'd be pretty fucking epic. I if think if we about it Hera dude. Around-
2: think about it. Like in these shows, there's always side characters that they follow, but they're always in, like majorly intertwined. Like, I think them introducing Hera, like, is their way of saying like she's going to be a major like side character.
0: I would like, love that, because, like I said earlier, Hera, Like, besides Ahsoka, Hera is my favorite product of Dave Filoni. Mm, you know, like, yeah. this, this This is the other best character for my money, and uh, if we can get any and all of Hera, I'm all the way here for it, but uh, you know, Ta claims that her presence is enough to implicate uh, Cham once again. Arrest, arrest them all,
1: time. burn their home down. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, and <laughs> Rampart disagrees. He's like, you know, the public will not see it that way. He reminds Ta that Cham is an influence over the people. He emphasizes the fact that, uh... You know, Cham is has not committed a crime. He is not even here. And Hera has. And, uh... Hauser says that Hera is only a child. And Ta counters that Hera is an insurgent. And he orders the clone troopers to take them away. Twi'leks comply with their Imperial captors. So, uh... Ta's not holding back, not even for a child. Yeah, uh, can
1: fuck this dude.
0: Fuck Ta. Fuck Ta. But uh, you know, this this is one that I think uh, you know Kyler might venture the statement that when Crosshair gave him that blizzy on the side of the head, he should have just gone, you know.
1: You know what? I uh this is one where I will agree with you guys. I wish he was just dead.
0: I kinda I kinda do too. I mean fuck this guy. Uh <laughs> fuck him. And if he, if he dies trying, if he dies at the hands of the very thing he was trying to protect, even yeah. more fuck him. You know, like, like,
1: like uh-huh. For me, what was the droid's that. name that you guys wanted dead? I've already forgotten. Uh, it. Toto. Toto. Toto at least had that, like, annoying asshole, you know, like, you mean the I enjoyed demon it, demon at least. Spawn? Huh?
0: The demon spawn?
1: Yeah, the demon spawn. Toto? Yeah, Yeah. I, like, I enjoyed how much of an annoying asshole he was. A Fucking, this dude... Fuck him. No enjoyability out of him.
0: No, the straight Scum of up ear. devil.
1: Yeah. Scum of here, Uh and like
0: for the sexiest species in all of Star Wars and Felix, I mean I mean look at Cham, look at Hera, look at a uh, grown, grown Hera, look at Elaine. Like
2: <laughs> Important distinction there.
0: Yes, very <laughs> every Telec we've ever seen, very, very attractive like in general, the most attractive no species reason, bro. in all of that. The for prettiest no yeah, for well, reason. The prettiest species in all of Star Wars, and this guy what is are those just ears an doing Ugly doing piece of shit.
2: What are they doing with those ears, man? I don't think
1: those are their ears. What are? Because they do—they do, they do they got- have ears. Yeah, the, those
0: not the not their leku, but their uh, the little things that poke out of their the side of their heads that Hera later on in Rebels has covered up by like muffling. Yeah, things.
2: they have little little Jeez. like mountain thingies. So is she like constantly like muffled hearing? Like she have?
0: I don't think those legitimately operate as ears. Yeah. I, 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 you fucking I'll know. have to look into that more. But uh hmm. I don't think they technically
2: operate. Something about the antenna just makes it sexy. Something about it, I don't know what it is.
0: It's the flow of the it's it's the flow of it all. Like it's it's all very it's all very sleek, it's all very foreign, very sexy, very exotic. <laughs> You're just kinda like, I wanna know what's under there, you know? Uh I I, I wanna wrap I wanna be wrapped up in your lacoo. Bottom line, but uh,
1: Eric. you know, I'm I'm starting to regret regret uh you know, telling my uh, my mentor about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna listen to this and you're like, God damn! If, if he listens to this, he's just gonna be like, Yeah, so you guys talked for for five minutes about uh the the Twi'lek being sexy and wanting to be wrapped up in their in their little fucking lekuti, yeah, lekuti, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> We just have Hell the Yeah, I mean yeah,
0: 100%, 100% man. I like, it. Well, And we're it. not alone. Like it's it's like universally acknowledged yeah. that the Twi'lek are the objectively prettiest species in all of Star Wars. Like it's it's yeah. undoubtable for me. Uh well, it's, they're it's just, just, they're just gorgeous creatures.
1: It, it's they're just, you know, like humanoid enough but then also just uh, you know, like as you said, like just foreign enough, just alien enough where you're like, damn. Mm. Damn.
0: <laughs> it's like Twi'lek's Gamora, like, right, one, two. but uh, It's facts, but, uh, you know, Crosshair tells Rampart here that he's clocking in uh, three of Gobi's insurgents on the mountain range and requests permission to deal with them. Rampart says no, and he tells Crosshair to allow the insurgents to report back. Let them know what's going on here, and uh, he tells Crosshair to get into position.
2: Why? Why, Why did he let them? Why let
1: them- uh, so
0: that so that they would go to get yes. Cham
1: so that way they go tell Cham that his daughter has been arrested so that way yeah. Cham will come save his daughter yes, and then he can uh, say that he tried to assassinate a you know demons devil devil man
0: yeah but two two of these Twi'lek insurgents here spot the arrest uh, with uh, their binocular things and decide let's go tell Cham and later. General Sundula is horrified by the news. Elaney says that the, they must speak to Senator Ta as soon as possible when Chopper arrives and goes, wah, 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 wah. And, uh, Elaney is shocked to learn that Gobi, Saren, and Hera have been found guilty of treason without a trial. They were like, you're guilty, you're guilty, and you, the child, you're also guilty. Um, uh, the child. And General Sindula says, you know, Senator Ta will see that they will never even get a trial, and he decides that they must intercept the convoy before it reaches the capital. Chopper again wah, 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 wah. and the female Tweelick says that the prisoners are in the western outskirts at Sector three. Chopper leaves with Laney and Cham. Hare and the other prisoners are transported inside the hold of this uh, little turbo tank thing and the Cindola's and Chopper rendezvous with the Tweelick insurgent with the juggernaut heading for the narrows general sindula says that they have to get it before them and uh elaney tells chopper to stay here and wait for her signals before riding away with the other Twi'lek fighters on blurgs got some blurg action love the blurgs on ryloth love the blur- love the blurgs everywhere yeah. you know love me a blurg i have spoken but uh <laughs> you know riding on blurgs above the canyon cham takes out a clone trooper riding on a speeder and he then takes out a second clone trooper knocking him off his off of his speeder and uh Inside the juggernaut, Vice Admiral Rampart and Senator Ta receive news of the insurgent attack. Ta orders the clone troopers to attack. Hauser complies, and uh, with the escort riders distracted, a red-skinned Twi'lek uh, insurgent infiltrates the juggernaut through a turret and stuns a few crew members. Uh, meanwhile, Cham leads a couple of speeder riders into a narrow corner of the canyon where a Twi'lek takes them out. Inside the juggernaut, Hera hears the sound of blaster bolts and... Rampart asks where the reinforcements are. And the Tweelec jams their comms. Hauser realizes that their comms have been cut and shit's going really well for these insurgents at the moment. Like it's like, okay, they were really ready, really prepared for what they were about to get into. Like they've
2: done this before.
0: Yeah, like this was not this was not their first rodeo. It was just one thing after the next. Like, yeah, we know how to prison break. That's the thing we do. Uh you know, Ta asks, he's like, What should we do now? and Outside, the two remaining speeder riders split up, and Elaney shoots one of them down. Cham stuns the uh, the other one. And meanwhile, the Twi'lek insurgent inside the juggernaut brings it to a halt, and Cham and Hera plant detonators on the vehicle, where uh, Ta and uh, the other remaining clone troopers hold out. And, however, the uh, pragmatic Admiral Rampart tells Captain Hauser to order his men to surrender. Ta is horrified, but Rampart says he is keeping them alive. Funny enough, you know, keeping you alive, just to nearly kill you here in a couple seconds. But uh General Sindula and Elaney soon enter the Juggernaut's hold, and Hera is delighted to see her parents. Uh, the Twi'lek insurgents, Hera, Glee, and Saren, while holding the uh, Imperials and Senator Ta at gunpoint, Hera speaks with her mother, Elaney asking, uh, you know, what Sham is going to do since Ta will not let them go, and... Alaney says not to worry about that, and shortly later, Chopper arrives with a land speeder and picks up Hera. General Sindula confronts Senator Ta, denounces him for attacking his convoy and labels them all traitors. Cham's like, Ta, shut the fuck up. You threatened my daughter. Eat my ass. You accused her of treason, like Jesus Christ, guy, you're an idiot. Uh, he's like, You're you're a greedy, self interested asshole, and you don't like Ryloth, I don't like you. Uh Cham points his blaster at Ta. He pleads for Rampart and Hauser to intervene, and Rampart appears to be unsympathetic towards Ta. He's like, I couldn't give less of a fuck about you. And uh, Hauser tries to reason with Sham. Elaney speaks to her husband, telling him that Ta's time will come, but not like this. And Hera watches her parents. Rampart thanks Senator Ta for playing his part, and then he nods up to Crosshair, who fires a sniper blast straight into the side of Ta's head. Uh. Not, not killing him. Attempted assassination here is what, uh, we're gonna get an, get an accusation of. But, uh, several Imperial reinforcements arrive with gunships at this moment. Elaney tells Chopper and Hera to get the fuck out of there. They manage to escape, but, uh, Cham, Elaney, and Glee, they are all captured by Imperial clone troopers and Rampart arrests Cham and his insurgents for the attempted assassination of Orn Freetop.
2: It just shows, insurg- like... The Empire will get their way no matter what. Like, it doesn't
0: matter. Like, they'll do what they need to do. Fuck, fuck everything else. Uh, and the insurgents are handcuffed, and Taz wheeled away on a stretcher. Hauser speaks with Rampart, ordering him to assemble forces to find Hera. And uh, as the gunships fly away, Hera watches sadly in the land speeder while Chopper drives away. So, I, I, I completely forgot that uh, Glee was also captured mm. uh kind of kind of throws a wrench into my idea for the bad batch getting called in via glee through sid uh but i'm assuming he's got some uh he's got some other people who are able to do that because fairly certain that's the route this is gonna go
2: Hmm. Mm. yeah I, I mean i see this as like a two three episode arc like for sure like yeah. I, I think they're definitely continuing it next week i don't think they're they're gonna leave it and then come back later
0: oh yeah certainly i'm with you because like even if it is the three episode arc and it's 11 12 13 that leaves us with 14 15 16 to wrap up the rest of it and i think that that's plenty of time oh yeah to wrap up what we have in, with the other storyline 14
1: uh, 15 16 to see the rest of the bad batch die Jeez, man. I don't think
0: I don't think we're saying bye to them so soon.
1: Uh, yeah, no, right not. But
0: yeah, that was where we cut to black. Uh, I loved this episode. Uh, another really fun Friday morning cartoon one. Uh, and if, if you're a Star Wars fan, you love going to Ryloth You love seeing this stuff. Uh, you love you love Harris Indula, uh, and uh, Cham and Elaney and all these all these wonderful characters that we're getting getting in this little arc here. Uh, any last thoughts, Joe?
2: You know, not about the show. I do have a question. Um, I have an answer. What's the sluttiest fruit you could eat? And it and and it is the uh, the peach. Wow. That's... And why is it the peach? Why is it the sluttiest ah, thing the you can eat? It's the banana. No, what? No, no, no. It
0: is obviously can, the banana. You can eat a
2: banana in a way that is not slutty, but you eat a peach, bro. You get that. <laughs> You know because it's like that and it and it's like dude eat a peach eat a peach and tell me you just don't feel uncomfortable like it's it's not just you're eating an apple or like a pear or a grape it's like a process just
0: are, Joseph are those, you those okay? are good, those are actually those are actually good parting words uh <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly the last thoughts we need from Joe uh I will certainly enjoy eating the next peach I eat. I Miles any last thoughts here. Uh, oh, munching on a peach up there. Not
1: not anything in comparison to what just came out of Joe's mouth. Um no, I a good episode. Um you know, looking forward to hopefully this as as we've discussed becoming an, a full arc of multiple episodes where oh, we I get to see that. we get to learn more, um we get to see uh, all of the bad batch die once again um naturally <laughs> yeah um bano yeah, i'm just i it, it was a good episode i agree with the whole uh, it it definitely uh, continuation of it, it these all feel like friday morning really saturday morning but friday morning cartoons
0: yeah 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 like i'm watching it friday morning but i know i know the expression yeah. is saturday
1: yeah. morning cartoon. Yeah. i'm familiar with it, that. it feel it feels like the cartoons the that you would that you would wake up and watch you know you'd wake up at you know 10 o'clock with nothing else to do, but you would wake up specifically to wake up, to watch the newest episode of whatever cartoon you wanted to watch. Fuck. Yeah,
0: that's the best. It's the best. Uh, But yeah, I I love, I love this show. I love what we're getting every week. I'm officially at a point where I don't think I'm ever going to be dissatisfied with an episode that they put out. It's just going to be a different kind of satisfaction. No matter what. Uh, Well, fuck guys. I was Colton Robertson, and this was the Bad Batch bitches. Uh, it was like episode one hundred. I want to say like seventeen Damn. of the Penny Bloom podcast. We're really getting up there in terms of uh, episode number. Let's see, 117. No, this is one eighteen. Wow, uh,
1: I feel like you are you're always one off. I feel like I'm every- always one behind. Yeah,
0: I'm always one behind. Uh, there's always one extra show that I I forget to think about, but uh. Fuck yeah. The Bad Batch Bitches. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie.
2: Thank you for letting me have a platform.
0: <laughs> I thank you for using that platform to question the sluttiness of peaches. Of course. We were also joined by Miles Butchers. Thank you very much, buddy. I
1: mean, thanks for having me, man. Um, I'd be happy to be back anytime. Anytime? Would you be back later this week, even? couple days yeah probably i think i could work couple that out. days couple days and i know that if you're
0: here and you're, you're you're listening to us talk about the bad batch and you've made it all the way here uh you like star wars and if you like star wars there's a relatively good chance you like marvel i'd say there's a relative correlation there at least uh, like 50-50 at least 50-50 uh if if you like marvel and you're watching loki listen to us every friday loki's losers we got the finale coming up uh, this week and we'll certainly be back with uh, Kyler Barnett to discuss that he'll finally be back making uh, his first appearance in a couple weeks which I'm very excited for uh, in the meantime I want you to go to patreon.com slash co where you'll find uh, a good 25 minute intro to 30 minutes on the front of this episode uh, over 12 hours of exclusive content there now uh, that's half a day you could just listen to it you can just listen to it all day uh, we've got uh, we got a Twitter, follow, at Penny Bloom Pod on Instagram, at Penny Bloom Podcast. And, uh, you know, remember, peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves. <longitudinally>